0: away we go well howdy folks it's a beautiful sunday evening recording this podcast and we have the ever so talented beautiful magical molly ray who is
1: a ray of sunshine (laughs) (laughs) oh happy to be here with you pals
2: thanks for joining us we appreciate it
1: anything for you babe do you feel like
2: you're on a talk show
1: I kind of do. I feel like I should have a cup of coffee in front of me. You can have a beer in front of you or something. You're right. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Next time. Next time. Okay. okay.
2: Yeah. You'll be a recurring a recurring guest on this for podcast. Growing
0: fan base. Yeah. <laughs> well, for all of you who don't know about Molly, and I'm sure I've mentioned her. I think I mentioned you on the episode with Hannah, how we were in a love triangle with Trevor
1: good times what
0: so molly hannah and i all dated the same guy in sixth grade i think it was mm-hmm. yep. in the span of a week mm-hmm. oh can you hear
1: that did you hear that, no. that was the oh gosh no, oh gosh keys.
2: ziggy ziggy ziggy! here we go here we go okay all right a zigzag all right this is good <laughs> sorry 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 he's on the cord now i don't know how to do this okay we're safe <laughs> Wow, that was issues. that was entertaining to begin.
0: <laughs> but Molly Ray, can you give us a little intro, a small little tidbit of who you are as a human being?
1: An absolute jackass. No, um, well, I've had the pleasure of being friends with Megan since our wee days in what, K4? Yeah, honestly. Oh, Lord. You were
2: a Cabrini weenie, weren't you?
1: I was, yes. Nice. Once. A Cabrini weenie, always a Cabrini weenie. Um, But yeah, I don't know. We've been buds ever since. Went through all the awkward, you know, middle school years. Please reference Love Triangle and, uh, you know, all the volleyball days throughout high school. Now here we are, loving from a distance.
0: Well, and I think, didn't we actually become friends through our brothers
1: first? True, yes. God bless them.
0: (laughs) So for all of you who
1: don't know our beautiful gay brothers, they <laughs> <laughs> greatest homosexuals you'll ever meet.
0: <laughs> they were BFFs in kindergarten as well, and then they always hung out. And then we saw them hanging out, and we were like, oh, "We want to be part of the boys." It's meant to be.
2: Just two tomboys. <laughs> True. Just our gang of brothers.
0: Yes, we have been little boys since very young. And we've, you know, I was reminiscing, thinking about things we could talk about. And I feel like you and I, we have gotten into a lot of shenanigans that we can maybe talk about. Let's
2: elaborate on that. Like what?
1: Um, Like being
2: Eskimo sisters in sixth grade?
1: Did you (laughs) kiss Trevor? I don't remember kissing Trevor. I don't think so. I don't know.
2: You just, okay, maybe not then. Maybe not Eskimo sisters.
1: Well, I'm trying to think.
0: We oh, oh oh. So we were. I feel like we weren't the typical, or maybe we were the typical Catholic school kids who like <laughs> tried to rebel and do things we weren't supposed to.
1: <laughs> true, true. Um, that makes me think of the time we snuck out of your basement and went and put shredded wheat and tampons all over what's his name's lawn. What? We did wait, wait. We- <laughs> Do you not remember this? Oh, my God.
2: Okay, tell a story.
1: <gasps> um, oh, God. It was in high school, I think. And uh, there was something with... You remember Cody? <gasps> Cody Cheesecock. What? Yeah. <sighs> his, his last name was something so else. Oh. Yeah, I don't even remember, like, why, what started this whole thing. But I'm pretty sure Molly Keller was there, too. Oh, okay. I bet. Basement, and I think she was pissed at him for some reason, and so there went Deb's shredded wheat <laughs> and all your all over the lawn.
2: You just threw him on his lawn.
1: Pretty sure it rained too. Nice. Like overnight. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't remember that. Did Did Molly have a thing with Cody in high school? Maybe. Maybe that was why. I don't know. I totally. I was didn't. just going for the ride. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, then
0: that reminds me, I feel like it all happened kind of at our house because there was one time we snuck out onto our roof in <laughs> seventh grade, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Want we to elaborate on
1: that?
2: Out. Wait, and what then, happened?
1: Well, so we it was with us and Seth and Aaron, and then Cassie and Brandon were over and then Maggie was with my little sister and she must have had that deep down Catholic guilt like well oh, we're not supposed to be up here and then the next day she told our parents about it and we got yelled at but I was like okay did anybody die no it was fine we are just trying to have fun sit outside and it didn't go so well
0: <laughs> yeah so that was another prime was
2: example. Me- was Megan your most rebellious friend growing up? Absolutely yeah yes
1: yeah i feel like you are the prime example of like that friend whose parents were like strict growing up and then you just had to be a little rebel because of it i don't know Direct that's correlation in my, my heart
2: <laughs> that's <was> definitely <laughs> megan
0: yeah i feel bad for some things that i feel like i got you into because of my rebellious ways like
1: the roof okay, My life was more fun because of it
0: well, we can't forget, and I don't know if I mentioned this, but, um, and I don't know if you, you and I have actually like really talked about this, but there was a controversial moment in our history oh, as friends.
2: Yes. I was, I was just thinking about this question, I think.
0: Was it sophomore year you're talking about where we got caught drinking?
2: Yep. yep. Oh, let's do this. Let's hash this out.
0: If we go.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Uh,
2: Okay, so tell the story, how you got caught, what happened? Well, what was it, sophomore year?
0: Sophomore year in the fall, because we were, it was like right after volleyball season, I think.
1: Yeah, yep. We got caught drinking at a friend's house. But I, so, her dad, how did it go? Her dad found out about it and was like, don't say anything. (laughs) And then I was like, dude. My parents are going to find out and they're going to kill me because of it. <laughs> so I ended up telling my mom and she pretty much wanted to kill me dead. Nice. And. Nice. Well, wait, hold on. F- what?
0: I feel like there was, don't you remember that someone sent a letter to the athletic director?
1: Yes. But I don't know. Do you know who it was? Well, I have
0: guesses. Oh, I do too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some
2: people. you'd well, be like Molly Kellogg and put out last names
0: oh yeah molly just roasted a ton of people on her
2: yeah. <laughs> just straight up last names of
1: everyone <laughs> oh my god i love it um i never found out who wrote the letter that is my dying wish
2: who is it who do you think it was
1: well it had to have either been maldell or bailey's parents and they That's were the volleyball girls thing. okay yeah, yeah.
2: so That's like my- were they there
0: no, oh. But they knew everyone there. Like they are actually friends with the person who hosted okay. the party.
1: Yeah.
2: And weren't you yeah. guys like not even like drinking? Really, you had like we had Mike's one drink.
1: Hard. Oh, Mike's hard. <laughs> Woohoo, party hardy. Yeah. Just, Ask over how it is now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I have just forever wanted to know. Who wrote that letter? And, yeah. and then also just.
2: Okay, hash out your issues together.
1: What issues? I, what was it? I would like to sincerely apologize, like 10 years later, <laughs> for Mike making us go to the athletic director and tell on ourselves. Finn. <laughs> I mean, looking back,
0: I feel like it was a good moral thing to do.
1: I remember the time I was like,
0: Son of a fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Had we not done that, our suspensions would have been longer. Because
2: Do you think you would have gotten... Have Do you, Well, I guess someone wrote a letter. But, but mm-hmm. did that make you guilty, though?
0: I mean, there was no proof.
2: Right. There was no
0: videos or right. cameras or anything. But the <laughs> shitty thing was that there were football guys who lied about it. And then they mm-hmm. got away with it and they didn't get a suspension because oh, they were like, sick. no, we weren't there. You can't prove
1: anything.
2: See, that's what you guys should have done. I know. It was your Catholic guilt but, that got in the way.
1: That, that, that's the one thing I took away from good old SFC. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to thank the East Track team because I <laughs> heard my suspension doing that so I didn't have to sit out during volleyball.
2: You were the classic person who joined track or something in the spring so you could play your fall or winter sport.
1: Well, I had done it this I had done it the year before. Okay. So I didn't go in just for that, okay. but I wasn't gonna go out for it until <laughs> I got in trouble. But also I had a stress fracture for a majority of the season anyway. So I don't think I ran like any of the meets.
0: I remember that. You wore your... nice. Didn't you wear a boot around for a little
1: bit? Yeah.
2: Would you run in track? What did I run? Yeah. Like what what were you long in distance? Short, short no, distance? I was- Sprinter, not um, short distance sprinter.
1: 100. 100. Gotcha. That's about all I can handle.
2: Who do you think would win a foot race? You or Megan?
1: Megan probably kick my ass. What are you kidding? I, don't know. I actually I do enjoy running still, and I you know ran a couple races, but she did a half was, marathon. Damn. That was just to prove to myself that I could actually do it, and I did, and now I'm done forever. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So you won't do one ever, ever again? No, actually, I I, pro- I would do one again. Yeah, it was kind of cool. You yeah. can do one with Aaron because he
0: he claims that if he just like started now to train, he could do it in like the fall.
2: No, I don't.
0: Well, what was your think- no? He betted right that now he could we're do, like one
2: month away from the fall.
0: Well, he kept saying that if he wanted to do a full marathon, he could do it like in a
2: couple months. I bet I could do it in a couple months. Not, not could. fast. Like not fast by any means. Yeah.
1: They'll just all of a sudden one day be like, I'm going to go run eight miles and do it.
2: You know?
0: I know, it's jackasses.
2: You can see these two, like, fighting in the background.
0: We'll look at them. Hey, kiddies. Daisy,
2: be nice. Not- oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, they're attacking. Freaking MMA over here. Yeah, things <laughs> are going
2: down here. Um, yeah, I think you could run a half marathon if you put your mind to it.
0: But I get so... I get in my head and then I start to like think about, oh, my shin hurts. This I'm is how I'm our so runs hungry. go.
2: This is how Megan and I's runs go. We, we go out and we start strong and then <laughs> Megan slows down. So then I go a little bit further. Then I come back and meet her and she's always like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't <laughs> go any farther. I hurt. Oh, everything hurts. Is and that I'm how like, I sound? Yeah. And then I'm like, you can do this. Come on, let's go. <laughs> And I give her a little slap on the old booty, and she gets going. <laughs> that is sexual harassment. No, but here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. You can you do it. You finish out the runs with me.
0: Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I can get home. I can eat something. Like that's my yes. motivation.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm very food motivated. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I could have a donut at like each mile I ran, that'd be amazing.
1: Because that'd be awful. Maybe every right?
2: two miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be. I might ralph
1: it up by the end, but
2: yeah, that's all right with it. Empty calories. It's fine.
0: <laughs> so Molly is quite the accomplished human string bean, as one might say.
2: Human string Ooh. bean.
0: Not sure if I'd call it that, but thanks, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of our shenanigans, I, because I've asked Hannah, I've asked Molly, but what is your favorite memory of all time of our shenanigans, of Catholic guilt and... Going to Cabrini together or
1: just being dickheads in the summer. God, I wish I had time to think about this because there are just so many. We've just done our fair share of dicking off. I'm trying to think of like Cabrini faves. Ooh. One of my personal favorites from our past was when you got a perm. But that's just <laughs> my pure enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> Should I bring it but back? I think right around the same time I had like the swoop bangs and it's not a good time. Mm-hmm.
2: Sick. Super sick, bro. Well, we'll let you think on that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll Can we,
2: I got to ask you a question. Okay. okay. So Megan called you. Remember how you, when we were talking about Molly. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so, oh, I never called you back. Yeah. I don't know what this is when you left that message. Yeah. Yeah. What was the yep. message again? <laughs> I can't remember
2: what the message was, but.
1: You wanted me to extrapolate on the time. <sighs> See, I don't want to be a total D bag and out myself it's not outing myself but somebody found a sex toy in the shower is that what you were talking about hey, yeah, yeah. oh this is actually a great story well
2: this is this is to get to what we were talking Okay, yeah tell the story what can, can you tell the story it is it's that same time but it'll all make sense in the end but what's this okay. story about a sex toy
1: so i can't even remember how it went i think my, somebody that I know, well, fuck it. I'm just going to say it because I don't even care. So my step-sister was, she went into the bathroom. She was going to take a shower or something. And essentially there was like a pocket pussy suctioned onto the wall. That was clearly one of my stepbrothers. Wow. And she, came, she had no idea what it was. Right. So she's like, comes out and asks like, what the hell it is. And my dad was like, Oh my fucking God. <laughs> And that's essentially what it was. And he told me about it. And I wanted to die a thousand deaths because I was like, these are things I don't need to hear about. Like you guys keep that to your own crazy little life.
2: Oh my God. That's so funny. Rip. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That was a, a while
2: ago. So just a pocket pussy stuck to the shower wall. Just.
1: I think so. Yeah.
2: Waiting How to would be... that
0: even work? I've actually never seen a pocket pussy.
2: It's like a, fl- it, it's like a, wait. Or like it's a, a pos- flashlight. Yeah. Like a flashlight. Yeah. Maybe
1: that's what it was. I don't know. It like looks like, like a
2: flashlight. And then there's, like, yeah, there's one end that has nice.
1: And you just, you know.
2: Yeah. There's the other end was probably like a suction cup that you just went.
1: Yeah, like stuck it to the wall. Yeah. Something. So Why that, wouldn't you just hold it?
2: Well, then it's I'll like you're, it. I don't know. You're like <laughs> imitating your, you know, doing the deed with this thing, you know, in the shower. Uh,
0: I have bad pictures now of what. Uh,
2: you wait. You've never seen a like picture it. of one. I
1: hear this, I'm fucked. But oh well.
2: <laughs> you don't never, really like me that much anyway. <laughs> You've never seen a picture.
0: I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah, well, okay.
2: The reason why we we well the reason why we were calling you was because earlier in that week you had called Megan. Or something.
0: It was actually that day yeah. you would call me.
2: It was that same day. With
1: that one I was just driving back here.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yes. we were talking or whatever. And People Megan, I, I said to Megan after the call, I was like, Molly kind of laughs. Okay, don't take offense to this. But I, I said, will. Molly kind of laughs like a middle-aged woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause I laugh like my mom.
2: Yeah, you got
0: <laughs> But I don't understand which laugh. It was does. like
2: it was like it was like the chuckle. Like the, it was like the, I, I'm not even going to mimic it because it's going to make it even Just try. stupider.
0: Just try. It's like
2: the, <laughs> 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 that laugh. And so we had Megan tell, we were, we were trying to get you to think of a time where it would make you laugh so that Megan could hear wow. that laugh. So
1: you were trying to set me up.
2: Yeah. That's, that's why we asked you about the flashlight story. Or like Megan. My did. deep,
1: Viking voice. Wait. So, did you get? Did I laugh like that? Is that what happened? Did you get what you wanted? Did she laugh like
0: that just now? No. Could
2: well. Yeah. Maybe a little bit.
0: Well, I don't understand. I feel like she has a fairly feminine laugh. I feel like I would.
2: I'm not really saying it's not feminine. No I'm just. I'm just saying it's a. <laughs> it's a middle age middle age <laughs> woman laugh. <laughs> okay. Never mind. I
1: mean, I very much do laugh like my mom. <laughs> also, Seth always gives me a hard time because. What is he called? Your vocal fry. Have you ever heard of this? No. I don't know what it means. You might have to Google it or call him. Okay. He'll explain it to you, but he tells me that I talk on my vocal fry instead of like using my, you know, customer service voice, which I can do. But he's like, it sounds raspy and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? Fuck off. Let's talk how it sounds. I don't know.
2: <laughs> that would be a good guess. Okay, so he reminds me
1: of it all the time and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how you want me to talk, man. So, what's
2: your customer service voice?
1: So, like when I answer the phone at work, yeah, like labor and delivery. This is Molly, one of the nurses. How can I help you? (laughs) Terrible, right? I know.
2: You should hear Megan's. Megan, do your customer service.
0: Okay. Yes, please do. Hi, this is Megan. (laughs) How are you today? (laughs) I sound so white. Well, yours is yeah. so
1: yeah. bro. what's
2: your voice? What's my, what's my customer service voice?
0: This is your <clears throat> excuse me. I need to get lower. Hey, uh, this is Mister Billberg. If you could just leave your name and number at the beat, that would be great. Uh,
2: so, is my <laughs> thank you. is my customer service voice lower than my regular voice?
0: It's actually higher, I think.
2: Okay, because yours, your all both of yours went higher. I think. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: We're just naturally men. I
2: just love hearing you talk on the phone <laughs> during the, <laughs> during calls. I hate talking on the phone,
1: like talking to friends and stuff. That's one thing, but like, you know, calling to make an appointment for something mm-hmm. or whatever. If I had my way, Diane would be making my appointments for me until I die. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, call, make a dentist appointment for me. <laughs>
0: I've actually, now that we've been talking about the beautiful Diane that she is, I've actually had a question for you. Do you have a
1: favorite parent? Ooh. I don't feel like I can say I have a favorite parent. My relationships with them are very different. Um, I think I'm closer with my mom. I used to be pretty close with my dad. Like, we still talk every day and stuff. Um, but obviously, with the family dynamic, things are different than they used to be. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, eh, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, Diane and I are definitely closer.
2: What about a favorite sibling?
1: Oh, I can't pick a favorite. They're freaking sweet. Um, <laughs> Maggie and I used to hate each other so much, mm-hmm. but it's pretty cool now that she's grown up.
2: <laughs> she's
1: mature. We're close to it. Yeah. Like, I think we all have a pretty good relationship. Yeah. I don't, I really couldn't pick a favorite.
2: Very diplomatic. Of I
1: know. You. Wow. Thank you. It's the first time anybody's ever told me that.
0: <laughs> so, who is your favorite between me and Aaron, then? You and oh, brother Aaron? You, yeah, you me and, and brother me and I brother.
2: was like, me? What? Well, though shit.
0: Yeah, me and brother Aaron. Who's your favorite? Well, I, you, duh.
2: Yeah, that was stupid. I, mean, I was just making her. sure. I was <laughs> just making
0: sure. What about my parents, Deb and Dirk?
2: Oh,
1: shut up. I love them equally with my whole
2: heart. They're the best. <laughs> hmm. You have I to pick one. Yeah, come on, if you, you just got to one, your head, one. you had to pick one.
1: I mean, if I was like the last person on Earth stuck with one of them, and it was just us two, I'd probably have to pick Deb. Everybody needs a loving, nurturing mother.
2: Wow. I was Deb? I was surprised by that.
1: I, I would. You would not I mean, say Dirk. Dirk? I'm not going to feel like a bad person. <laughs> you know what? I will just... If there could only be two people left on this earth, I would want it to be Dirk and Dub. I will shuffle off this mortal coil so they can be together. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but no, I don't know.
2: Who are your who's your favorite?
0: Ooh. Uh, hmm. I feel like it kind of ebbs and flows with the seasons, you know? Like love, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. In college, it was actually my mom, okay. I think. But in high school, it was definitely my dad. Because my mom was kind of a psychopath. Mm
2: Yeah.
0: That's fair. And now, I just... I don't know. I don't know.
2: What about your of the three? So, Debbie, Dirk, and Aaron. Not me. Brother Aaron.
0: Oh, like... Who's your favorite? Oh, God. Well... (sighs) I don't know.
2: You had to pick one of them. Who would it be? I mean...
0: I guess my dad, because he's the most chill out of all of them. Okay.
2: Molly, if it's you had true. to pick out of any of your family members, so your mom, dad, Maggie, Seth, who'd you pick? <laughs> if you Aww. had to, like, live, you had to be, like, the last person on Earth with this person. Don't worry about yeah. procreating or anything like that. Ew, like, uh, well.
1: <laughs> um, I feel like... Oh, this is a tough one. I mean, there are just pros and cons to all of them. Mike and I are pretty chill. Like, there would be no issues ever. Yeah. Um, But everybody, you know, like I said, I have a good relationship with my mom. Oh, come like, on. With your friend. Barge and I would get hammered drinking tequila every day. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Seth and I could sing some jazzy show tunes. I'd probably pick my mom, though, I think. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Who would you pick? I'd pick my dad.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Liz.
2: <laughs> Screw my sister. <laughs> oh, my
0: <God>. <laughs> wow. Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I'd pick my dad.
0: Do you think, Molly, that I was, I think I was asking Aaron about this a while ago. I don't know if on the pod, but I think family dynamics are so interesting. And do you think in your family that your parents have favorites, like favorite children?
1: I mean, I feel like they have to because like, so when I'm at work, I mean, there's, I work with most of the people I work with have kids. And I feel like even though they can't really say it, like everybody's got their favorite.
2: Right. Right.
1: So then I'm like, after, you know, hanging out with them, I'm like, oh my God, my parents totally have to have a favorite.
2: (laughs) But who do you think it is?
1: Um, I think by default, I'm my dad's favorite. Makes sense. Um
2: you would be the middle child, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh huh. Um Maggie's gotta be the my mom's favorite, I think. Mm. And I think all of us do have a pretty good relationship, like with our mom. I think mm-hmm. we actually have a great relationship, the four of us do. Um, but I feel like they have that youngest child connection. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff. And also, Maggie comes with the dog, Penelope. So, you know, she's got that up on me and Seth, for sure. Uh,
2: bonus points, for sure.
1: Yeah, big time. So, really, the favorite is Penelope, actually. <laughs> like, no doubt about it. If you asked my mom who her favorite was, she would say Penelope.
0: Oh, but she's so cute. <laughs>
2: who's your she favorite? So or, I mean, not your favorite. Who? Who's your parents' favorite?
0: Um, I would say, I think that... I'm my dad's favorite, and Agreed. Aaron is my mom's favorite because they both
2: are. You guys so are like similar, yeah, yeah. You're more similar to your dad, and your mom's more similar to Aaron.
0: Yeah, where my dad can take a joke and my mom can't. <laughs> yeah.
2: Have you? you Have you ever pissed off Debbie? Me? Yeah.
1: I mean, probably just in the times that Megan and I got into shenanigans together, and our yeah. parents, as a collective unit, were all pissed. <laughs> But individually, I don't think so.
2: That's a good <laughs> I thing. That. That's a good Love thing. Love that one. Yeah, I don't ever want to see that. This
1: off?
2: Have I? No, never. Yeah, okay. I don't think so.
0: Well, there's still room.
2: There's still a lot of time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, she's getting a little impatient about the other day. My mom on the phone. I told her about. I think I told her about Sarah and Mandy getting engaged. Oh my god! And then she was like, "Well." You and Aaron have been living together now. What is he waiting for? Oh my God. My dad was like, when when he's here, do you want me to talk to him? Do you want me to give him a talk? I was like,
2: Oh my God. I would love to be a on the wall during that talk. <laughs> I'll FaceTime you in. <laughs> Please do.
0: <laughs> would you would you sit? For that talk with my dad, like, would you?
2: What do you mean? Would I sit? For like, it?
0: would you willingly let it happen <laughs> if my dad was like, "Hey guys, want to just like go grab a beer and hang out, and then you know it's coming,
2: like the, the talk"? What would the talk be though?
0: And be like, so what are your intentions with uh, my daughter? I don't feel
2: like your dad would ever do that, though. That's the thing.
0: <laughs> you don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't think Dirk would ever do that. But yes, I would sit through it if I needed to
0: and what would your diplomatic answer be me
2: no, <laughs> no <laughs> oh, I, wait. are
0: you taking <laughs> my hand in marriage <laughs> <laughs>
2: what would my yes. diplomatic answer be
0: yeah to dirk
2: well what is he asking me
0: okay let me let's role play oh. Shall we, molly can be debbie
2: oh god here we go i'll
0: be Dirk again so, um, uh, what are your intentions with my daughter?
2: To get her pregnant and then leave her as a single mother. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. Uh. I plan to love her for the rest of my life.
1: I can't with this. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I my just- oven is stinging. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I think my house is on fire. Gotta leave. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was that was the, probably one of the worst segments of podcast history that's ever been recorded.
0: I'm well, let's move on then to something a little more interesting, shall we? Yeah. So, okay, because we talked a lot about family and our fucked up families. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but something interesting about Molly is that she delivers babies and cleans up the nasty snatch after oh, they God. popped out
2: the babies. What The hell!
0: That's actually how it's worded it on my resume. <laughs> like, <laughs> match. (laughs) But I was curious, Molly, because I have gone back and forth on different types of birthing that I would like to do. And in your professional opinion, how
1: do you feel about water births? We actually were just talking about this, um, like last week at work. Um, I think for some people it's a really cool thing. And I think it, it works really well for their like laboring style. Some people not so much. Um, it's actually kind of interesting. I don't know the exact percentage of people that actually end up doing a water birth, but there are a lot more people who actually go through Cause we require them to take a class on, on water births prior to actually doing it. And they have to have some extra lab work and stuff done beforehand. Um, so the number of people who go through the steps to like be able to do a water birth versus people who actually end up having a water birth, is kind of crazy how different it is. Like there aren't very many people who
2: actually end up doing it. So what's the advantage of a water birth?
1: Um, so the main thing with them is that people think it's a nice transition from like womb to world, so to speak, uh, um, a little less shocking cause you know, you go from, inside where you have amniotic fluid and it's warm and whatever. Right. And then you come out into the water where it's a similar feel. Right. And then they come out obviously. Oh but, God. Yeah. So could you see yeah, me I've, doing I've one really great water bursts? And I've seen some that are just like messy and stressful.
2: <laughs> do you wait, do you do them at the hospital?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So like you bring in like a little kiddie pool and like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we have, um, <laughs> We have two rooms with birthing tubs in them. So all the rooms have their own bathroom with a normal bathtub. So anybody can labor in a tub, but there are two rooms specifically Uh, that have like deeper tubs meant for water births.
2: That makes sense. Yes. So what's the percentage of people that you think would, in your experience, percentage of people that do water births?
1: That actually end up doing it probably like 10%. Really? Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And we weren't we haven't been doing them because of Miss Rona. Mm-hmm. Um, because of infection control stuff. We just recently started allowing them again. Okay. Within the past month. But we I don't I haven't had any since then. But interesting I don't know so if there have been any not. Could you see me doing a water birth? <laughs> I could. There aren't a lot of first time moms that end up doing them. For various reasons, those being, um, a lot of times, not a lot of times. I mean, well, I should say a lot of times, I guess. Um, you know, if if a mom ends up um, on pitocin, they we don't allow them to do a water birth.
2: What's well, pitocin?
1: That's uh, a, a medication used to um, like to start up contractions or get them oh. closer together, stronger. Okay. So even if you're contracting on your own, sometimes you know you end up on pitocin anyway. Um, and if you are, we don't allow uh, water birth um, and different like medical reasons and stuff. You have to be a pretty quote unquote healthy person, so to speak, um, to be able to do one. So
2: you're pretty healthy.
1: Yeah, really? well,
2: I think I
1: think like medical medical wise, you probably would be allowed to do one
2: it's just i am so not on board with that no thank you <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> lots of things
1: float around in there and it's not yeah, so
2: awesome it's just you know right. i mean
1: it's natural but you know some people it's not not their cup of tea
2: you know my type of birth scenario would be there i'm just i'm up by her supporting her top half <laughs> And letting everything else just be the doctors and nurses, you know. Yes. I'm not going to, to be. I'm not going to be fielding. I'm not going to be fielding the fielding the baby in my baseball oh, club God. as it comes <laughs> out. I
1: got actually there every once in a while. There's like um, dads or partners or whoever support people who want to help deliver the baby. Well, I thought you were going to say if they're... everything's going well, and you know yeah. they aren't expecting complications. We'll give them a pair of sterile gloves and they kind of like the provider will help them. Not very often, but
2: they'll do it. I've seen it before. It's kind of cool. I thought you were going to (laughs) say there there are actually dads who come in with their baseball gloves.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will pay you to do that someday. The ultimate dad show.
0: Oh, my God. Well, see, see, babe, you can deliver our baby and help deliver it, and it'll be just oh, such God. a calming, beautiful experience as I'm do, screaming. I don't
2: do good with do well with bodily fluids and such. So, he's gonna be
1: that dad that gets queasy and passes out. I legit, we-
2: like, okay, seriously, I could totally see myself passing out in the labor room. That's labor fine, delivery room.
0: We don't need That's you to You can do it without, yeah, it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just have Molly do it and help me.
2: Right. Excellent. What are we gonna drive Drive all the way there.
0: Yes. I will specifically request that when I give birth and I go into labor, I am driven to her hospital and to give birth there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay well,
2: Seems like quite the problem. quite the track as you water breaks, as your water breaks.
0: I'll just put a cork
1: up there. Oh, okay. And- <laughs> just pack some
2: towels underneath you. You'll be
1: okay.
0: Oh well, thank you yeah. for enlightening me on water birthing because it's yeah. been a hot topic.
2: Megan like legitimately legitimately watches videos on YouTube of water births. Yeah,
1: I love it. I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> I think your affinity for mermaids would make you a great <laughs> candidate candidate for water birthing. Okay, well, first off, fucking
0: mermaids exist. So <laughs> there's that. My child will be birthed into water and become a mermaid excellent you she's gonna go with a tail
2: yeah <laughs> with a tail and just scaly all over
0: Ew.
2: what you want it
0: well mermaids but okay i cannot get in this conversation about mermaids because i
1: will just be ridiculed <laughs> this is like a whole separate podcast
2: this that's that's a whole separate topic megan's thoughts on mermaids
1: mm-hmm. would love that's to great. make
2: another appearance for that <laughs> <laughs>
0: We can all have a debate and I'll bring all my articles and scholarly research to why mermaids exist.
2: Okay. You do that. You have fun I looking that up. We'll go it. Okay. Greatly look forward to it. Yeah, that'll be good.
0: Well, so you mentioned that, um, now things are kind of getting a little bit back to normal, but what have things been like working at the hospital with Miss Rona?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, being in labor and delivery, it's kind of nice. Cause I feel like we are in our own little world, so to speak. Um, I mean, obviously we still do have exposures and whatnot. Um, one of the biggest things that's changed is obviously we're, we're testing people prior to coming in. Um, so if they have a scheduled induction or a C-section or something like that, they get tested a couple days prior to whatever they have scheduled Um, so that we have their test result prior to them coming in. Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise if somebody comes in, you know, say someone comes in during the night laboring, they get a test within, you know, a few hours of being admitted. Um, so that we have their result, you know, within X amount of hours. Um, we also are wearing masks every day. Um, which I feel like that's not going to go away anytime soon, which is just fine. Um, And we have, like, face shields and stuff to wear, like, protective eye gear and whatnot. Um, And then we had to, I mean, we had certain education on um, what to do in the operating room. If we have, you know, a a patient who is tested positive, um, just different equipment that we have to wear and certain, like, procedures and protocols and whatnot. But for the most part, compared to you know, bigger cities or even just different departments in the hospital. I feel like we've been pretty fortunate to not right. be super impacted.
2: If it ever got bad, would you get pulled like out of like as a nurse? Hold on. I got a time here. Give me one second. Um, as a nurse, like being a labor and delivery nurse, would you ever get pulled for like Trying to be like a frontline nurse, I guess, or a COVID nurse or.
1: Like somewhere else and like going to a different unit in the hospital. Right. Like emergency or something like that. Probably not. Okay. I don't think you would want me taking care of you in an emergency room. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I think so on our, you know, in the fifth floor, we have labor and delivery, postpartum, pediatrics and NICU. So staffing wise, just on a day-to-day basis, we try and kind of, you know, if postpartum needs help or if we need help, we kind of try and cover each other first before they would send us somewhere else in the hospital. Right. Um, And on the occasion that we do get floated somewhere else in the hospital, it's typically for a patient who needs one-to-one supervision. Um, So they'll still have a nurse assigned to them to do all of their cares, but we just it's essentially you just kind of watch them and make sure they don't
2: like hurt themselves or something. Right. Right. So, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, did you go to school to be like a labor and delivery nurse?
1: No. Um, how does that work? I mean the program is standard for anybody. So you go through the nursing program. I did the, like a bachelor program, Mm -hmm. um, got my, you know, BSN, and then everybody, regardless of if you have a two or four year degree, you take the NCLEX, which is the, um, like the state mm-hmm. or national certification to get your RN um, and then you can specialize from there. Gotcha. So I did a, an internship between my junior and senior year in labor and delivery. So that's where I got experience doing that. But gotcha. Yeah, there's not a specific track in school to go. Okay. For labor and delivery, necessarily, or any other specialty, for that matter. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: I could never be a nurse,
1: Mm-mm. especially
2: labor and be delivery. A man. Oh. <laughs> God. It's just...
0: Yeah, you would pass out every time you had to give, <laughs> help someone give birth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It would not be good.
0: Wait. You so, deal. as a as a nurse, because okay, I have very little knowledge about because okay. Backing up, when we watched Lenox Hill on Netflix and Mm -hmm. seen, I know that the resident, like she was a resident, not a nurse, but how Mm -hmm. involved do you get with helping people
1: give birth and the procedures versus the doctor? Um, We have actually a really awesome group of, we have a doctor and a midwife on at all times, um, like throughout the day and night. But we have a really great group of providers I think that are pretty like hands on with their care, but you know we're the nurses are there for you know an eight to twelve hour shift um so you're in there a lot it's kind of cool how quick you get to like know people and kind of connect with them um I mean you're there on a pretty pretty important day of their lives. life, <laughs> so it's kind of cool to like get to know them and be a part of that um but yeah I mean we're we're in there with them a lot more frequently, just because you know the doctors and midwives are managing multiple patients at once, um, and we have, you know, if you have a laboring patient, it's pretty much one to one care because you could be in there for hours at a time. Okay, so
0: yeah, hmm. dang, mm-hmm. seems like do what? What do you think is, in your personal opinion, the hardest? I guess unit to work in as a nurse or like a healthcare professional?
1: I don't know. I, well, my friend Callie works in, she's a float pool nurse, which I could never do. Cause she goes to, so she gets a text sent to her before coming to work and they tell her what unit she's going to. So she floats pretty much everywhere in the hospital. What? Which I think would be really, really hard cause you have to kind of be like a jack of all trades and be easily pulled from one place to another. So you might even, she works 12-hour shifts, so you might start you know, in the ER for four hours, and then you get pulled to go to ortho for four hours, and then you, you I don't know, go to GI for your last four hours or something. So I think that would be difficult. Um, There are a lot of units that I would not want to work on just because it's not my... I don't know. I've always liked the maternal child kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's just what I've always leaned towards, I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: There are a lot of places I don't think I would do well working in.
2: Not Especially ER. People-
1: no. Bones gross me out, like <laughs> broken bones. I don't know why, but they make me. <laughs> and also, like phlegm and sputum and. Ugh. What? That grosses me Spunum. out. Sputum. What is sputum? Like spit,
2: secretions, gross things. You you should hear oh, Megan in the morning then.
0: Oh, oh, I've had I. ooh. okay. Maybe you. I don't know if you would know the answer to this, but I get really bad phlegm that gets like stuck, and when I breathe, it's you can like hear it when I breathe, like, and it sounds really gross. Wait, and do I do that again. <laughs> what was it? and it gets stuck in like right in here and then i have to like force myself to cough it up and it's like really thick kind of yellow um Uh. not just clear stuff
2: think she should get that checked out
1: so it's been going on for a while (laughs) Uh, yeah probably a while Oh, I don't know. The fact that it sounds yellow doesn't sound good, but also I don't know much about these respiratory things. But doesn't sound ideal. I mean, before you said it was yellow, I thought maybe like allergy kinds of stuff because I feel like mm-hmm. that can happen. But.
2: Yeah, all I, is, I, I just hear Megan in the morning like throwing up in the toilet. Like, you, are you okay? <laughs> you okay, yeah, just, just some phlegm. <laughs> just my God. morning phlegm. Just morning phlegm coming up. <laughs> God.
1: Oh, greatest roommate award.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of roommates, how has
1: living with yeah, your you're a new homeowner. roommate? Yeah. Ooh, homeowner. Yeah. Yes. Which B2Ws, you guys need to come visit sometime soon. Yeah. Um. No, it's awesome. It's kind of nice, like being in my own house, not having to worry about neighbors and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I lived in an apartment before, which was good. I really liked the place that I lived in, but I could hear the rat bastard above me. Actually, It was his Roomba every damn day on the hard floor. I was like, what kind of bastard vacuums for two hours every day? Well, I finally put the pieces together and I was like, son of a bitch. He has a Roomba up there and it runs forever and ever. So that was less than ideal. So it's nice. And I have to listen to somebody upstairs running a damn vacuum every day.
2: Have you met any of your neighbors yet?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's been a little weird with Rona because you don't know how people are going to be about like, stay away from me, demon. (laughs) Um, But we met the people next door, like over the fence. They seem nice. They're like, I don't know. They have kids in high school age. So they're older than us, but we actually, a couple of our friends live like four houses down from us. So that's been pretty sweet. Mm. They've been really helpful in doing like yard work and stuff, which shout out to Nick and Allie. Love you guys. (laughs) Wow, They're so adult. Hair, right? Yeah,
2: you're so adult.
1: It's all an illusion, truly. <laughs> I still eat ramen noodle free, ramen noodles frequently. Oh, same yeah, though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Honestly though, what are we having for dinner tonight? This is that's a separate conversation we don't <laughs> need to have that right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is this is our daily
1: struggle of do we order or do we <laughs> make yeah. food? Seriously. It's so bad. Yeah. I do not enjoy cooking either which makes it difficult Mm.
2: who's a better cook in your household he definitely is yeah
1: wow he's actually a really good cook yeah he's a very good cook um the other day he was like you know you're not bad at cooking you just don't do it i'm like pretty much yeah like (laughs) i can make food if i try i'm not a bad cook but i feel like i got gypped because my mom and seth and maggie are all excellent cooks and they all really enjoy it which is you know half the battle for me is like it's just it takes a long time and it's messy and I don't like cleaning up after myself so I can make about like three things
2: that's fair that's nice it. cereal and milk and toast and <laughs> yeah, ramen, ramen. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> avocado toast
0: but you used to you used to bake all the time you were a master we baker make- yeah a master
2: baker
1: <laughs> uh, yeah we used to bake a lot of stuff together like baklava
2: what the hell is that what is baklava
1: it's a greek dessert i believe Mm -hmm. and what is it you use that phyllo dough and it's really flaky and it's got kind of like a is it like honey and cinnamon and nutmeg and nuts yeah Yeah.
2: interesting it's really good
1: if it's made correctly
0: we made it very incorrectly (laughs)
1: yeah we skipped a few steps which you should not do when making baklava, apparently.
0: And we added in, I think, like three times the amount of nutmeg. Oh, wow. You're supposed to. Very
2: nice.
0: <laughs> I legitimately, in the past 10 years since we made that, I never have eaten another piece of baklava again when presented to me.
1: I have, and it's been a life changing experience to know what it's <laughs> supposed to taste like. But like my grandma still brings it up. Remember, she and her friend were in town that day oh, yeah. and they tried it and they also are scarred for life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not our finest moment yeah us in baking
0: except for the marshmallow men that i alluded to before the what yeah so oh,
1: sixth grade good mems.
0: this actually might be my favorite memory is so did you at your school have a thing called forensics no hmm. well it was basically public speaking competitions Okay. For kids in like fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Okay. Um, so Molly and I, we were partners. Wow. Mm-hmm. And we participated in the demonstration category, where we had to demonstrate how to do something. Okay. So we created what was what was the name again?
1: Uh, I don't know. It was like marshmallow snow. Man, I don't know. There was some key name for it, I think. Yeah, and we
0: made a cute little poster board with like step-by-step instructions, and we basically had to present it to judges and other groups of people
1: in front of them.
2: And how'd it go? The
1: best part of it was getting to eat them when we were done. Uh huh. That was our shtick. We would just shove it in our mouth.
2: Yeah. Uh huh. Just shove it right in there. Did we ever win
1: anything? Probably not. I feel like we maybe got. <laughs> Third at places.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: <A> participation medal.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, those were the days. They wow. were sweet. Make those again sometime.
2: Sounds really, sounds like you guys were really successful in forensics
1: and in oh, life absolutely. in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you feel like that set you up for success in the future?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> for sure.
2: You and the marshmallow oh, men.
1: Further enhance my fear of public speaking. <laughs> I feel like you were a good public speaker. You definitely
0: carried the team on your back, I would say. What? I like. Have, I told Aaron this. I have an insane fear of speaking in front of groups now for work. Like, I just hate it. I can't do it.
2: I do, too. Makes me sweaty. She took a public speaking class, actually, mm-hmm. this last fall.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I ditched a couple of the classes, so I don't know how much I really <laughs> yeah, learned. You
2: skipped, but, weren't there, like, four classes? You skipped two of them?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Made it to fifty percent of the classes. It was just so much. It it was at a theater in a theater theater downtown, and it was led by they weren't called instructors. They were called like the something cheesy because they were both actors or something, and they were trying to teach you how to public speak. And it was just bad. It's not good. <laughs> bad news bears. <laughs> bad news bears.
2: We should talk mm-hmm. about what you what. Your best and worst thing.
0: Oh, okay. Well, this will be the last thing that I want to ask you about because you and your beautiful husband—just kidding, not your whoa. husband. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Beautiful, boo thing. Reed, you've been you've been dating what now for like a y- year and a half, two years? A year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But you've been living together for now a couple months. And so I wanted to pick your brains, your brain, you have multiple brains, your brains, brains on the best and worst things about living with your significant other. Okay.
2: So with the best,
0: Uh,
1: the best. Yeah. Um, you already touched on the cooking situation. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's nice living in the same. I feel like we live well together. Um, it's nice because before, you know, we pretty much spent like most nights at either my place or his prior to living together. So it's, nice it's not, I know, just an absolute slut. <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> it's like having to drive like a half hour every day just to be like, Hey, what's up?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> that's all you did. So, yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. It's fun working on like projects around the house and stuff together, and I
2: don't know. It's been good. So domesticated, you guys. I are. know. Just working, I like. just work little lawn work, little little projects here yeah. and there around the house.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's very handy, so he knows like all Whoa. these fixed kinds of things. Hey, pump the brakes, you perv. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I mean, he knows how to do all kinds of things around the house, and then there's me. It's like, I will make you ramen in exchange for hanging the TV mount or whatever.
2: Yeah, that's going to be a tough thing when we have a house together because I am not a handyman whatsoever.
0: I feel like I'm handy. <laughs> <laughs> the silence is deafening.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're just going to struggle together, I think is the moral of the story.
0: Molly, I have to show you a picture, but I put together this patio set. All by okay. myself.
2: She actually did. That a girl. Very well done.
1: Yes, please send me a picture.
2: Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll yeah, do it. Yeah, I you. definitely am
1: not. I'm not a very handy person, but like if you tell me how to do something, like I want to help. Right. But I also sometimes I'm probably just in the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what are the worst things? I can though? like
1: paint and different stuff. Um, The worst, well, it's more just related to our schedules. Because I work straight nights and he, well, he was working day shifts for the last couple of weeks, but now switched back to like PMs. So just schedule wise, sometimes we'll, you know, it's weird because you live in the same house, but sometimes I'm like, Oh, see in four days. Cause you just (laughs) like keep missing each other. Right. So like, that's kind of difficult. And at first I think it was, I think it was hard for Reed to get used to my sleeping schedule during the day because he's a busybody. Like, he can't just sit around and hang out and watch TV and just chill out yeah. very well. Like, he needs to be doing something. So he'd want to be out doing yard work or working on something in the house. But he's like, I have to be quiet because she's sleeping. So he would just, <laughs> like, leave and go to Menards and walk around or take <laughs> off somewhere. Because he's like, I can't be in the house. <laughs> but it's it's definitely gotten better. But I would say that's probably one of the most challenging things is trying to like, I don't know, actually make time to see each other then. Yeah. So it's nice when we have a day off at the same time when it, when our schedules kind of match up like that. But when he works, he works every other weekend and I work every third. So okay. I don't know. I can't do the math, but we only have X amount of, week. like, we only have, I think maybe two weekends off at the same time for the rest of the summer. Oh, so okay. it's like, Oh, Sad. That's okay. Oh,
2: we spend lots of quality time together.
0: One might argue too much, May,
2: maybe a little too much. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, maybe that's why we argue so much. We don't oh, argue God. that
2: much. What are you <laughs> about we, we don't, don't argue that things. much, just little things. things. Yeah,
1: yeah. What do you like? What do you, yeah? What do you argue about?
2: Well, Megan can't do her damn dishes ever, so <laughs> that's a big one right there with you.
1: <laughs> well,
0: and like i texted you we got in a little tussle right before this yeah because i have been pushing off texting you to get on the pod for mm-hmm. a while because he had, he'd asked me quite a few times and i didn't do it and so then but in but in my defense and he agreed that this was in the wrong
1: he
2: <laughs> I hashing <laughs> this out right now that's fine no oh, it's fine i'm
1: ready i'm here for it Would love to mediate.
2: Molly Molly, the therapist here. Mm -hmm.
0: And so then he slammed his hands down on the table and was like, (laughs) Okay,
2: it wasn't like that.
0: (laughs) In a very Dirk fashion.
1: No, it was not. That was a very Dirk way to say things.
2: But he
0: slammed his hand down. He was like, God, da,
2: da, da. it was not like that
0: well he was very angry I and said was very aggressive. what
2: are we doing here
0: you slammed your hands in the table though yeah
2: yeah I'm <sighs> sorry I'm sorry I had to remind you for like the fifth time to text
1: her. <laughs> it's like me I am quite the procrastinator so I feel you I definitely yes. would have been Megan in this situation
2: <sighs> yes yes what do you like living about or wow what do you like about living with me
0: Well, I think we've already talked about this in a different episode, but I will say I like just having someone who I can dick around with, like Mm -hmm. whether that's just watching Netflix or just like making
2: snacks throughout the day (laughs) and avoiding work
0: (laughs) (laughs) or just kind of making weird faces at you and you getting Mm -hmm. weirded
1: out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. It's nice to like have somebody to come home to. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of fun when you're actually like, I don't know when, like I said, when we do have off together to like, make dinner together just like hang out and go do Mm -hmm. something fishing Mm -hmm. whatever it's nice to just have a pal around all the time so would
2: uh, oh sorry that's your sunburn
0: yes so would you say round two of living with your significant other is going
1: much better (laughs) oh absolutely yes (laughs) yes
2: that's a positive that's good Yeah.
1: yeah it's a very different experience this time around yeah in the best way possible
2: is it a different... Wait, you've never lived with your significant other. Never. Oh, okay. Never mm-hmm. mind. Yep, yeah. never. Both just popped our chairs together.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I oh. don't have anything else for... Molly,
2: I have something, right? but Molly said I couldn't talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> if bastard, if you know, you, you know.
1: <laughs> if you know, you know.
2: Well, Molly, thank you for coming yeah. on the podcast. We appreciate it. <laughs> Yes, thanks for having me, pals. Miss you. We miss you too. Hopefully we'll come we'll come see you soon.
0: Yeah. Yes. Sarah, Sarah mentioned um like getting a little girls' weekend together or something. Yes. Yeah. Fun. Which I
1: was okay. hoping to do next weekend, but now I'm going
2: home to go dress shopping. Wait, are you we can talk about this after wait, wait, the podcast? Wait, wait. We okay. can talk about this after the podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, Molly, for coming on. We appreciate it. Thanks for being our light into water births. Oh
1: my God. Love you long time. (laughs) Can't wait to deliver your baby in the water.
2: Okay. We're going to stop there.